Andy Isabella is no longer an Arizona Cardinal. What do you remember about him? And do you trust Steve Keim or Cliff Kingsbury more? I'm going to dive deep into it. Let's roll. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. So there's a couple storylines that I want to talk about. Andy Isabella, no longer an Arizona card. Okay. He's been released. And what I, you know, I just want to take a minute because he's gotten so much run for being a guy who hasn't been on the field at all. So a couple years ago, I think it was 2020, he had three touchdowns in two games. And there was a long touchdown with him on Thursday Night Football. I believe it was against either San Francisco or the Broncos. I can't remember where he took it to the house. I think it was San Francisco. Where he took it to the house. And Joe Tessitore screaming from the top of his lungs. Um, but he got so much run for being a guy that was rarely on the field. Just interesting. Being a former second-round pick. Could have been DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson. I think that's what he's going to be remembered for more than actually his play on the field. You know, he led college football in receiving his last year at UMass. Okay. Uh, By all accounts, great dude, kind of quiet. I remember interviewing Buda Baker and Chase Edmonds outside of Larry Fitzgerald's event a couple years ago. And they told this story about Andy Isabella where when he got drafted, like he drove an older car, the college, the car, the car he had in college after signing his multi-million dollar contract, he had like a couch and a bed. I don't think he had a cell phone or, or he had a flip phone. And all he just did was read. And that was Andy. As Jody Ayler, my former coworker says, sweet Andy, sweet Andy Isabella. Uh, we knew you for a long time. It wasn't like we barely knew you. We knew you for a long time. And I wanted to take a few minutes before jumping into a listener chosen topic. Mercy Jenkins. I'm going to get into that in the second segment. But Andy Isabella being released, like, I don't know. It's hysterical. Like, to me, and this is kind of the, the litmus test for me. I don't know why it's something that Ian Rappaport had to tweet out. I don't know why it's something that Field Yates had to tweet out like, oh, they released their sixth best receiver. That's not fair. Their fifth best receiver. You know, I I, I tweeted this out also that I think he's going to end up as a wide receiver three on a contender. Like he's going to turn into this Cole Beasley role in the right system. He's going to get signed by somebody. And he's going to get usage. And it'll be very interesting to see because what we've seen so far this year, Christian Kirk is getting a lot of runs, scored a handful of touchdowns, a lot of yardage. Chase Edmonds scored a bunch of touchdowns in Miami. Sure, they're having bigger roles where they are now than what they where they did 
in than what they did in Arizona. Hassan Reddick went to Carolina. I know he played a different position, but now he's eating in Philly. Is Andy Isabella going to be the next one? Is he going to go somewhere and become an aficionado of some sort in some sort of offense that he wasn't utilized as, as an Arizona Cardinal? We don't know. History would say, even though there have been players, Cardinals, et cetera, that have gone elsewhere to play exemplarily, exemplarily made it up elsewhere. I don't think Andy Isabella is going to be that guy, but we'll see. I mean, if he is, would you be shocked? If he ends up having, a, you know, four or 500 yards receiving this year and three or four touchdowns, would you be shocked? No, because he's an NFL player. You can't fake thousands and thousands of receiving yards in college, whether it be FCS or FBS. It, like, you, you can't, like, make that up. It's still collegiate athletes you're playing against. Does it translate to the NFL? No, but, like... Would you be shocked if he had a handful of uh, of touchdown burgers for the rest of the season? No. It just depends on where he goes. And it'll, it'll be – like, I'm fascinated to see. That case study is going to be more fascinating to me than Christian Kirk because he knew he'd probably be wide receiver one. Chase Edmonds would get first-team reps the majority of the time, him splitting with him and Raheem Mostert. Like, you knew. Hassan Reddick was an interesting one going to Carolina because you didn't really know where he was playing, even though, you know, Matt Rule played him in a different spot than, than uh, Van Joseph slash Cliff Kingsbury did. He got his 11 and a half, went to Philly, and now he's eating. I'm fascinated to see what the next chapter in Andy Isabella's storybook will look like. Um, and we're I'm here for it. I mean, it's, it'll be fun to check out for the rest of the season and into the future. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Please follow me on Twitter, as my bottom third says, at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, Mercy Jenkins, you get your shout out. I had some thoughts that I wanted to talk about, you know, a little bit more about Carolina and then looking towards Philly a little bit. But I want to take today and talk about the past, the present, and the future in a very different way than just the dictionary definition of those three respective terms. The present. Steve Keim or Cliff Kingsbury. Who do you trust to turn their persona turn their narrative and turn their positive output as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals around more I'm going to talk about that next thanks to Mercy Jenkins next locked on Cardinals first there's another thanks that I have to give and it's for our friends over at LinkedIn okay LinkedIn is a place that was a huge part of my life and this is true as I was looking for jobs, as I, you know, I landed jobs, a bunch of radio jobs here in Phoenix, but you know, you're, you're looking for different things. You're looking for, for things that can fit what you're looking to do next. And LinkedIn has you covered as a job owner, looking for people like me who are looking for jobs. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders, right? LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster. LinkedIn has over 810 million people in its professional network. That's a lot. You add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to, to uh, your LinkedIn profile to help spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. You, all you have to do is create a free job post. It takes minutes. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the, just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate 
LinkedIn Jobs is number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that over nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn every week? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. As I mentioned, free and available on all platforms. Thanks for hanging out and um, you know joining me on the Halftime Show on Twitter Spaces and on YouTube. Continue to do that every week. Philly coming into town, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. It's going to be fascinating to see how this Arizona Cardinals team reacts after beating a team they should have beaten, even though they hadn't beaten this team. The organization hadn't since 2013. But uh, loyal listener Mercy Jenkins reached out to me on Twitter and asked, who you trust more to turn things around for themselves? Steve Keim or Cliff Kingsbury? And I thought about it for a bit because for those that know me, that listen, that follow, um, I'm not a huge fan of Cliff Kingsbury. I think he's holding this team back. And uh, in the pecking order of avatars of you know employees, of the Arizona Cardinals, the GM would be a close second, somebody I don't trust to put together a roster that can compete at the highest level. Um, obviously, the NFL is the highest level of football. I'm talking about with Super Bowl aspirations. He's had his moments, Steve Kime has. He's had his flashes, Steve Kime has. He's also had moments that people forget about because he had those flashy moments that kind of acted as misdirection. Swordfish, one of my favorite movies. Misdirection. Misdirection, John Travolta. And... To answer the question, who I trust more to turn their persona around, to turn things around, it's got to be Steve Keim. Because I've seen Steve Keim do it. I've seen Steve Keim show flashes. It's like, you know what, does Steve really turn over another leaf? Is his reputation going to be flipped forever? Drafting Isaiah Simmons. When they drafted Isaiah Simmons, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. I still think they should have drafted Tristan Wirfs or Jedrick Wills. Derek Brown was on that list also, but he was taking one pick before and went to Carolina. Um, I just, it's Steve Kime because he's gone for it and he's had to go for it because he can't draft, but he's gone for it. DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz, JJ signing JJ Watt to a, a bigger deal that he probably wouldn't have got, would have gotten elsewhere. You know, like he's done things. James Connor. A bringing Jordan Hicks was a great move, and it wasn't for that much money from that offseason. Jordan Hicks was a steal. He was a steal, even though he missed some time in Philly. And then DJ Humphreys, both of his contract extensions have been very team-friendly. DJ Humphreys has lived up to the contract that he signed. Bringing in Kelvin Beecham, he's made less than $2.5 million every year he's been an Arizona Cardinal. Like Steve Kimes, like greatest hits are great. But the day-to-day is just like, what are we doing here? Every draft, bingo, bingo, bingo. Miss, 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 miss. And Zayvon Collins, jury's still out, okay? I may have jumped the gun a little bit early on Zayvon Collins. Um, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll take full responsibility for that. I'm not the only one. But I, I will take responsibility for that and hoping that I definitely jump the gun on Zayvon Collins. He's played 100% of the snaps the last couple of weeks. He's got the green dot. 
if he's really going to emerge in his second year as a guy you can trust in the middle of the field playing linebacker, cool. I will retract. The issue that I've had with Steve Kime is not necessarily the players that he's drafted. It's the glaring needs the Cardinals had elsewhere when he chose to draft specific players. The Cardinals needed a corner and an O-lineman bad in the 2021 draft. The Cardinals needed an O-lineman and edge rusher and corner in the 2022 draft, and he traded for Hollywood Brown. It's so the Hollywood Brown trade, once again, it's never been the problem. I was cool with the Hollywood Brown trade. It was giving up a first-round pick to get one inexpensive year from a guy who's going to want a contract extension at the end of the season, and he can't block for Kyler Murray, and he can't rush the opposing quarterback, and he can't defend opposing wide receivers. The glaring needs the Cardinals have had is, oh, have always been overlooked for what Steve Kime, for who Steve Kime wanted to draft or trade for at a specific time. And that's the biggest issue I have with him. But I do think that is easier to sugarcoat, pivot towards, and change reputation over Cliff Kingsbury, who has legitimately never won an important NFL game, in my opinion. A game where the Cardinals absolutely needed to win. Sean McVay clinched the Cardinals a playoff spot last year. The Cardinals started 10-2 and and couldn't clinch one on their own. That is a factual statement. The Cardinals were in free fall. They lose to Detroit on the road. And starting this season, first four games, the Cardinals have had four, a full game, or a full two games worth of just listless play. Listless. A full game of no points scored in the first four quarter, first quarter of each of the first four games. And that's on the coach. That's on the coach to get a team ready to play an NFL game. That's on the coach. It's an, it's an ecosystem thing. It's a leadership thing. And yes, Kyler Murray has had some, you know, he, like there are ebbs and flows to Kyler Murray quarterback. And while, although obviously it's on him for the majority of it, and he's now getting paid a lot of money starting in the next year, Cliff Kingsbury's job was to come in and elevate Kyler Murray. And I don't think he's done that. And I think at this point, we would have known if he was capable to do that. I don't think he is. And that's why I'm going to continue to say, once again, disclaimer, this is not a personal attack on Cliff Kingsbury. One iota. At all. That's ridiculous. For people to say hate, you know what? If if you follow me on Twitter, if you're here in, in the comments, understand the word hate has some very, very important, like, definitive feelings that somebody has against them. I don't hate anybody, let alone a head coach of a football team that I cover or that I have a podcast. That's not, this isn't personal at all. It's looking at what production has happened as with him as an employee and talking about that. The avatar of the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals is who I'm discussing. And I don't think he's equipped to have the job that he has. I just don't. And yes, there are other people the employees who are on the field wearing the pads on Thursday, Sunday, or Monday, Saturdays, that are imperfect as well. But if we're pointing fingers saying, oh, nope, it's the offensive line fault that the plays aren't getting run properly. It's Kyler Murray's fault that the plays aren't getting run properly. The scripted plays that happen at the beginning of the games are scripted by Cliff Kingsbury. That's the time when the Cardinals don't score points. You tell me. Alex Lanty, Locked On Cardinals. Mike Renner, one of the smartest football minds in the in the world from Pro Football Focus, put out his most recent mock draft for 2023. And I know we're going into week five. And I know Philly's coming around town. It's been a stressful first four weeks. And I wanted to give a little bit of levity on Wednesday 
to who this maniac, I say that with love, has the Cardinals taking in the 2023 NFL draft in the first round. It is fascinating to me what national media thinks the Cardinals think in the draft room come draft day. Alex Lanty, Locked on Cardinals. I'm going to talk about that. I mean, I can't even believe it. I wasn't going to do a segment on it until I saw who the hell was chosen. And I think it's too good to pass up. I think it's absolutely too good to pass up. And I think it's 100% worth a segment. And like, you tell me, maybe I'm insane. Okay. Maybe I'm insane. I just don't think I am. Alex Lancey's locked on, at least for this, you know, people can, people can say what they want um, just in general, but it's, it's, I'm just going to talk about it. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. That's next. First bet online. Something that I know isn't crazy is bet online, BetOnline.net. They've been around with us for a long time and we love them here. Uh, BetOnline.net continues to be your number one source for all your sports wagering information. Okay. Football betting, MLB, NBA's ramping up. Like, how is that even possible? Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live in-game betting, esports, and so much more. Like Major League Baseball is rolling around, like it's coming around the corner. Like Aaron Judge. I mean, Aaron Judge, like we've we're, we're potentially witnessing greatness. You can bet on all of it on betonline.net. Okay. The fastest and easiest way to get all your sports wagering information. Go to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And I'm super excited again to talk about a local sponsor of ours. Um, and like when it's when it's an Arizona sponsor, it feels good. You know, it's it, I've talked about them a little bit, and uh, hopefully they'll continue to work with us. I am happy to say that these guys are sponsoring today's episode. Listen, if you live in a sunny state like ours, it's very likely that you've had a few people stop by offering you free solar. The truth is that many of these companies aren't local and because they're using, you know, you know, because of this, they're using misleading tactics and end up overcharging homeowners. If you've considered solar, but something felt off, then you're going to like today's sponsor. My Solar Nerds mission is simple. Help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. The guys at mysolarnerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona. They've been doing this for a while and understand that educated customers are happy customers. There's there no pressure approach. We'll make sure that all your questions get answered. Once you're ready, they'll put you, uh, they'll put their industry knowledge to work for you by choosing the best equipment warranties and better business bureau accredited, uh, accredited installers. Our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for our listeners that are homeowners. So remember that. Visit mysolarnerd.com. It's like locked on in there. How did you hear about us section? Make the switch to solar on your terms. Start your research process by visiting mysolarnerd.com today and show locked on some love by letting them know we sent you. Folks, going into solar doesn't need to be complicated. Mysolarnerd.com makes it easy. Final segment, locked on Cardinals. You ready for this? Okay, so let's recap because this is a weird show. And I did this on purpose. 
Like, we can continue. Well, let's talk about what happened in Carolina. Okay. We know what happened in Carolina. We saw it. The Cardinals woke up at halftime. Adjustments were made, you know, across the board. And they rectified and they beat a team they were supposed to beat. And that's great. That's a great litmus, litmus test checkoff. Check mark. Cool. They're able to do that in adversity on the road against a team they haven't beaten since 2013. Good. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs game, distant, distant past. Rams game or uh, Raiders game, distant past. Rams game, 20 to 12, with how they looked against San Francisco, that looks like a team that is beatable the next time they play them. And I did before the season started, had the Cardinals splitting, I believe, with the Rams. So we'll see what happens in so far later on in the season. Philly coming into town. I'm doing my crossover with Gino and Louie from Lockdown Eagles. They're the best. They're the best. Uh, I'm doing that with them on Thursday. That's going to be really fun. And then I'll give my full-on game conversation on Friday. I just don't think at this point we need to go back and look and say, okay, we know what happened. It was an ugly game. Threw a couple touchdown passes. Everything looked fine. Let's regroup. Let's recalibrate. Let's say goodbye to Andy Isabella. Let's talk about Stevie Baby and Cliffy Baby and then talk about this because this is absolute and utter insanity. Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus. One of the smartest minds ever. I texted, when I read this, I texted Trevor Sycamore, my buddy who used to be with, with, with us at Locked On, has been gone on the draft network and then over Pro Football Focus now. Uh, one, of my, one of the people I respect the most in this industry. I texted him, I'm like, can you tell your buddy Mike to call me and at, tell me what in the wide world he was thinking when having them with, with who the Cardinals drafted at 14 overall. And it's not the player. It's the position. So I'm going to give you, don't look it up. Don't, don't look it up. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you 10 seconds to think about the position group that would be the craziest, aside from quarterback, to have a mock, one of the more respected mock drafters take in the first round if you're the Arizona Cardinals. running back running back they've got 46 of them they just paid james connor and they have glaring needs elsewhere and mike Renner from pro football focus has the cardinals taking Bijan robinson out of texas now Bijan robinson arguably the best running back in the draft okay so that's again when i said it's not the player it ain't the player he's great catching the ball to the backfield he's saquon-ish He's Saquon-ish with more consistency every time he touched the ball. Like Saquon Barkley's last year at Penn State, he was a home run threat. He always has been. I think he returned kicks or punts. He would return those, and he would he'd be long shot captain. But like traditional run, I think he only averaged three and a half or four yards a carry. Bajon Robinson is an absolute stud. And if Steve Kime drafts Bajon Robinson when they have glaring needs elsewhere again, it's gonna be a fun offseason for me. It's gonna be fun. 